somebody worship him. He's worthy. He's faithful. Indeed, we belong to his courts. We belong to his presence. Lord, we come before you this afternoon declaring that we belong in your presence. Being in your presence, Lord, we are in our real position where we are meant to be because you created us to be in your presence. So even as we come before you, Lord, this afternoon, to you we rend our hearts. To you we rend our souls. To you we rend our spirits. To you we rend ourselves, Lord. We declare that you are mighty. We declare that you are awesome. We declare that you are holy. Before you there is none. Before you there is no other. None compares to you. None compares to your greatness. You are matchless. None compares to your strength, Lord. None compares to your redeeming power. None compares to your love for us. So receive all glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Welcome to this lunch, our service, those of us that are here physically. We're going to continue in prayer before I go into God's word. Let's turn to Psalm 142. We're going to, going to encourage us to stand. I'm going to encourage us to stand. Psalm 142. And I want, just get hold of your Bible. Just get hold of your Bible. Psalm 142. We can go together, actually, using what is projected, the NIV. I cry aloud to the Lord. I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. I pour out my complaint before him. Before him, I tell my trouble. When my spirit grows faint within me, it is you who know my way. In the path where I walk, men have hidden a snare for me. Look to my right and see. No one is concerned for me. I have no refuge. No one cares for my life. I cry to you, O Lord. I say, you are my refuge, my portion in the land of the living. Listen to my cry, for I am in desperate need. Rescue me from those who pursue me, for, those, for they are too strong for me. Set me free from my prison, that I may praise your name. Then the righteous will gather about me because of your goodness to me. Amen. We're going to pray using that psalm before even I go into this, this message. I don't know what brings you to this lunch hour. I don't know why you have logged on. But there could be a burden on your heart. Let's use this psalm to pray. Let's get the words of this psalm, the real word of God, even as we come to pray, as we come to pour our hearts to the Lord. Lift your voice to the Lord. Cry for mercy. Pour your complaint to him. Tell him that exactly where you feel your spirit has grown faint. The Lord knows. The Lord knows the path where you are walking. Maybe there are traps, there are snares that are set before you. Call on him, he's able. Maybe as you look to the right and left, you don't see anyone concerned about you. You don't see where help is coming from. But the, the encouragement is that we have God. 
we have God and he says in verse 5 you are my refuge my portion in the land of the living we have God is our refuge we have God is our portion so as we come to power our hearts before him let's be encouraged as we are in desperate need as we call on him is God who answers us so why don't you go ahead and pray just lift that voice just tell the Lord exactly what you're going through Lord we come before you on the basis of your word as the psalmist says I cry aloud to the Lord I lift up my voice to the Lord for mercy. Lord, we come before you in your presence, in your sanctuary, Lord. We lift our voice to you. We are crying for mercy, Lord. We are crying for mercy. We need you in many aspects, Lord. As individuals gathered here, Lord, we are crying to you for mercy. Remember mercy upon us. Some of us are in deadly pits, Lord. But Lord, we are looking to you. You God who lifts men out of deadly pits. As the psalmist says that you lift the demon out of the mire and the clay. You set his feet upon a rock. Lord, here we are. Our trust is in you. Lord, here we are. Our voice is lifted to you. Not to any other God, but to you, the Almighty, to the creator of the universe, to the sustainer of the universe, to you who knows us by name, to you who has called us by name, to you we cry for mercy, to you we lift our voice, Lord. Redeem us, Lord. Redeem us. Some of us are here because of our families. Lord, we petition you. Remember mercy upon our families. Remember mercy upon our stubborn spouses. Remember mercy upon our stubborn children. Remember mercy upon our stubborn relatives. Remember those king of kings who are given to all manner of wickedness. Lord, and as we come to you, we are heavy because of our family members, Lord. Those that are running away from you. Lord, in your mercy, redeem them. Lord, in your mercy, bring them back. Lord, in your mercy, save them. Lord, we cry to you on behalf of this nation, Lord. We lift our petition this afternoon. Lord, remember mercy where we have gone down the drains, where we have forsaken your ways, where we've given ourselves to all manner of wickedness. Lord, we lift our cry to you. Lord, we lift our cry to you. Let our cry rise to you. Remember mercy. Lord, even as a church, we come before you. We are burdened, Lord, when we see how your body is moving. Lord, when all for you is lost, Lord, remember mercy. Lord, you've died for this church. Lord, you redeemed this church with your precious blood. We ask that, Lord, you come to our redemption at such a time, Lord. We can cry, Lord, on behalf of the church of the province of Uganda. Lord, we have become a laughing stock. Lord, we are no longer operating the you waters. Lord, will you remember mercy? Will you redeem us from this deadly pit? Will you come to our aid, Lord, as your body in this nation? In the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we come before you, crying for mercy, Lord, as all saints cathedral. Lord, may righteousness exalt, be exalted in this place. May your word be central, Lord. Forgive us, King of Kings, while we are bowed the knee to every manner of idolatry. Lord, forgive us while we are bowed the knee to every man of immorality, to all things that are contrary to your word. Lord, remember mercy. I pour out my complaint before him. Before him, I tell him my trouble. Tell the Lord your complaint. Tell the Lord your complaint. The psalmist says the powers is complaint before the Lord. Lord, you know. Lord, you know. Lord, you know the things that have held us. You know, Lord, those things that even when we think about them, our hearts go down, Lord. Lord, you know how many men and women have been unfairly treated, Lord. 
Lord, you know injustice. Injustice in this land, Lord. Injustice in this church, Lord. Injustice over your people. But we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you come to the rescue of your people. Lord, as your people come in this sanctuary. Lord, as your people tune in online. Lord, you know the complaint that you're raising to you. I ask in the name of Jesus that Lord, you will hear. Before him, I tell my trouble. Tell the Lord your trouble. Tell the Lord your trouble. It could be about you. It could be about your family. It could be about your marriage. It could be about your workplace. Tell the Lord your trouble. Lord, we bring to you every trouble. Some people come here, Lord. Right now, they are troubled in heart because they have received warning letters, Lord. Some have lost businesses, Lord. Some have lost huge sums of money. Lord, as they come before you, as they cry before you in this temple, Lord, in your mercy, Lord in your mercy come to their redemption in the name of Jesus Lord we are in trouble even as a church Lord where your word has been pushed to the edges but we ask my Lord and my King we ask my Lord and my King that you bring us back to that place where there is devotion to your word where there is devotion to your word in the name of Jesus Lord we are acted in syncretism Lord remember mercy you are a jealous God you are a jealous God who does not tolerate rivals Lord we come before you asking that our love for you will be real let your love for let our love for you grip us in the name of Jesus you ask the children of Israel that today choose whom you will serve whether the gods that your ancestors served in, in beyond the river all this God and Joshua said for I and my family we will serve the Lord Lord I ask that we will be committed to serving you we will be committed to serving you we will be committed to you Lord to you alone not to any other divinity not to any other spirit but to only you the living Lord Lord come to our aid when my spirit grows faint within me it is you who knows my way as you pray be encouraged the Lord knows your way the Lord knows your way the Lord knows your trouble the Lord knows what you're going through the Lord knows what is laid down for you the Lord knows the future the Lord knows what is coming so into thy into his hands just command everything command everything to him command everything to him command everything to him Lord into thy arms we command the future that we do not know into thy hands we command this church into thy hands we command our marriages into thy hands we command our children into thy hands we command our workplaces into thy hands we command our businesses into thy hands Lord we command this nation into thy hands Lord we command the politics of this nation into thy hands Lord we command the rule of law in this nation into thy hands Lord we command the health sector into thy hands Lord we command every sector we command to you every teacher Lord today even as remember international to the national the teachers day Lord we pray in the name of Jesus that your love will be upon every teacher your fear will be upon every teacher we command the teachers into your hands as they teach these children Lord we command them to you let your love fill them let your fear fill them let them work as though serving you Lord remember that they are raising a posterity so Lord we pray in the name of Jesus that your righteousness will exalt this nation that Lord sin will not be a reproach over us so redeem us Lord redeem us we ask redeem us we ask Lord in the path where I walk men have hidden a snare for me look to my right and see no one is concerned for me I have no refuge 
no one cares for my life I cry to you Lord I say you are my refuge my portion in the land of the living just declare it Lord you are my refuge Lord you are my portion in the land of the living Lord we thank you for your word Lord we may look we may look to the east we may look to the west we may look to the north we may look to the south we may look back we may look forward we may not see help but Lord you are our refuge you are our hiding place you are our everything you are our portion in the land of the living to have is to have everything to have is to have life because you're the prince of peace to have is to have real peace so Lord I pray that we will be content in the fact that we have you we'll be content in the fact that we know you we'll be content in the fact that you reign we'll be content in the fact that you reign sovereign in the name of Jesus Lord here we are Lord here we are we have you as our God and you say in your word blessed is a nation whose God is the Lord Lord blessed are we whose God who have you as our God so that I pray that we'll never desert you we'll never leave your ways we'll be committed to your ways in the name of Jesus be at the portion Lord that our family holds on to be our anchor in the storm Lord be our anchor at every moment Lord even when we do not understand certain things Lord I pray that the fact that you are our portion that will be enough that will be enough that will be enough we'll be content in the fact that you know us we'll be content in the fact that you have wonderful plans for us we'll be content in the fact that you have our path marked out we'll be content in the fact that Lord you know the end even before the beginning we'll be content in the fact that you hold our hands in your palm that Lord our lives are in your palm Lord may we indeed rest in that fact the Lord is your portion the Lord is our portion the Lord is our portion in the land of the living is our portion apart from him we have no one apart from him we have no one just go ahead and thank him Lord thank you because you're my portion thank you because I have you thank you because in you I know all is secure thank you because in you I know my life is in is in the right hands Lord we thank you because you created us once we have you you have everything marked out for us so may we be content even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death Lord will not fear because you are with us you are with us you are with us you are with us even when we go through fire even when we go through the water Lord this is our confidence you are with us you are with us you are with us you have promised you'll never leave us you promise you'll never forsake us so we are confident in the fact that we have you as our God we are confident in the fact that we have you as our King we are confident in the fact that Lord you hold our hands we are confident in the fact that Lord you, you are our God your name is El Shaddai the Lord Almighty so Lord even what seems to be hard Lord you are almighty you are almighty so we ask that Lord you will arise in power you will arise in power challenge every challenge that is before us Lord break every chain that is that has tied us break anything that is standing in our way in the name of Jesus the Lord is our portion in the land of the living Lord help us to have you help us to focus on you the psalmist says I look to the mountains where does my help come from my help comes from the Lord 
So Lord, may our eyes be cast on you. May our eyes be fixed on you. May our eyes never wander away from you. May our commitment to you be real. May our faith in you be unshakable. In the name of Jesus. So Lord, build faith in us. Build a trust in you. That Lord, we will not move away from you. That Lord, we will be committed to you. Even when things take long, that Lord, we will be confident that you are our help. You are our portion. You are our everything. So Lord, forgive us where we've wavered of you. Forgive us where our feet have slipped of you. Forgive us where we've trusted men. Forgive us where we've trusted systems. Forgive us where we've trusted our abilities away from you, Lord. But this afternoon, Lord, we declare you are our portion. You are our portion. You are my portion. You are my everything. Listen to my cry. For I am in desperate need. Rescue me from those who pursue me. For they are too strong for me. See, set me free from my prison. That I may praise your name. Lord, listen to our cry this afternoon. Lord, you know the desperate of each individual. Some, it's spiritual, Lord. Some, it's over certain experiences they have gone through in life. Some it's even emotional, but Lord, I ask this afternoon as we raise our voices in this your sanctuary, Lord, rescue each and every one of us. Set us free from every prison that we may praise your name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Asumulula Mukama Sumulula Mukama Sumulula Mushifo Chino Asumulula Mukama Sumulula Mukama Sumulula Mushifo Chino Chief, 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 
Just take a minute and just give thanks to God in your own words, in the language you understand best. Just give him thanks for his unending love. Give him thanks for Jesus. Give him thanks for his redemption. Give him thanks for the fact that he is God and there is no other. Give him thanks for, for the favors, for the graces, for the mercy he has showed you. Give him thanks even for what is seemingly hard because he's God who knows. He's God who is sovereign. He's God who is overall. He's God who promised that even when we go through fire, even when we go through waters, he is with us. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Lord, we thank you for your redemption. We thank you for your grace that abounds. We thank you for your unending masses. We thank you for provision. We thank you, Lord, for every gift that we've received. We thank you for even that hard situation we are in. Because you are with us even through it. Above each and everything, we thank you for your redemption. We are forever grateful because you've redeemed us. You've redeemed us. You will redeem us. You are redeeming us. So may all glory, may all honor, may all power, may all majesty be yours through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Uh, we are looking at Deuteronomy 4, 12. I was given a theme. The Lord spoke out of the fire. Let us see if you will speak out of the fire this, this afternoon. Amen. <laughs> Deuteronomy 4, 12. I will start from uh, 10. Deuteronomy 4, 10. Remember the day you stood before the Lord your God at Horeb. When he said to me, assemble the people before me to hear my words so that they may learn to revere me as long as they live in the land and may teach them to their children. You came near and stood at the foot of the mountain while it blazed with fire to the very heavens with black clouds and deep darkness. <clears throat> then the Lord spoke to you out of the fire. You heard the sound of words but saw no form. There was only a voice. He declared to you his covenant, the Ten Commandments, which he commanded you to follow, and then wrote them on two stone tablets. And the Lord directed me at that time to teach you the decrees and laws you are to follow in the land that you are crossing the Jordan to possess the word of the Lord. Deuteronomy is an interesting book. Some people call it the second law. But actually, it's an exposition. It's a sermon about the entire law. Moses has reached a point of departing. And so now he gives a sermon about all that God had given them. So that exposition is the book of Deuteronomy. The sec what people call the second law. And what is interesting in this particular book Especially this first part. Chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, chapter 4. 
after about, about that, chapter 6, there is something which is consistent. God helps to focus the children of Israel through Moses. That whatever I have given you, the laws, the decrees, the commands that I've given you, my word is basically for one thing, obey. And it says once you obey, it will go well with you. But it tells them, because you are a, a generation that is going to die, you have responsibility to pass on what you have learned over these years. My commands, my decrees, my word. Primarily, you have the responsibility to pass it on to the next generation. And when you read the scriptures, especially the book of Judges, chapter 2, because they didn't pass on that, the Bible says they arose that generation that neither knew God. They didn't know, you know, the, the, the wonders that God had, had made and so they began to live loosely. They did evil after evil. Even after God gave them a judge, a judge would come and bring them back. But still, after the death of that judge, they would go back because faith had not been passed on. God's word had not been passed on to the next generation. So in chapter 4, the same. Moses is reminding them that you have responsibility. As you follow God's decrees, you must teach them to the next generation. And he tells them, remember especially that which happened at Horeb, at Sinai, when you're being given the ten commands. Remember, in Exodus 19, if you have time, you read that. It is very, very clear. He tells them, remember that sight. Never lose that sight. It was not something like a picnic where you just go to, to hang around, you know. It was a terrifying incident. God came down in a thick cloud over Moses. He spoke in the fire. But he says, one interesting thing, much as he spoke in the fire, that fire didn't consume you. Yet in 4.24, he says, for the Lord your God is a consuming fire. That much as it's a consuming fire, you were not consumed. He says, remember simply how much God was gracious to you. Yes, you're a stubborn lot. You're a stubborn generation. But still, even when God came in his might, it thundered. It was a, a terrific experience, but still, you lived. He tells them, remember, God chose you for purpose. Remember, God preserved you. Remember, God came to you in power, but he didn't consume you. In verse 32 of chapter 4, ask now about the former days, long before your time, from the day God created man on the earth, ask from one end of the heavens to the other, has anything so great as this ever happened? Or has anything like it ever been heard of? Has any other people heard the voice of God speaking out of fire as you did and lived? He asks them. Go and do research. 
which other nation has ever had such an experience. You've even heard the voice of God thundering from fire, but yet you lived. Has such a thing ever happened? Why? Verse 35. You were shown these things so that you might know that the Lord is God. Beside him there is no other. So he says, God showed you that for one particular reason. That you will know that he is God. A God of love. A God of mercy. God of grace. God of compassion. Verse 39. Acknowledge that you take, acknowledge and take to heart this day that the Lord is God in heaven above and on the earth below. There is no other. Even when he was giving them the ten commands, listen to Exodus 20. Verse 22. Exodus 20, verse 22. You have seen for yourselves that I have spoken to you from heaven. Do not make any gods to be alongside me. Do not make for yourselves gods of silver or gods of gold. So God revealed himself to them that they would commit to him alone. That actually they would worship him alone. They saw this terrifying instance, yet God allowed them to live for one reason. That they would commit to him alone. That they would know there is no other God compared to this God. There is no other God like this God. Verse 36 of Deuteronomy 4. From heaven, he made you hear his voice to discipline you. He wanted to discipline them. To show his love for them. He by giving them his word that by his word they would live. They would know that they were God's inheritance. Keep his decrees and commands which I'm giving you today so that it may go well with you and your children after you and that you may live long in the land the Lord your God will give you for all the time. So, so friends, God's word was very, very key and central in all this. God speaks his word out of this fire for a reason that they would know he's God. Because they're going to possess the land. And for them to possess the land, they needed one thing, obedience to this God. As he starts in chapter 4, he says, the decrees and laws I am about to teach you, Follow them so that you may live and may go in and take possession of the land the Lord your God, the God of your fathers is giving you. Do not add to what I have commanded you and do not subtract from it, but keep the commands of the Lord your God that I give you. So God called them to holy depend on his word. To obey his decrees. If they were to possess the land, it depended on their obedience to God's word. If they were to live well in the land, it depended on their 
obedience. And they were not to add, they were not to subtract. They would take God's word as it is. Simply put, it was not dependent on their convenience, but on God's. Because God, their creator, knew what is best for them. So I can bring it down to us. It also depends on our obedience to God's word. We are not meant to add. We are not meant to subtract. Because it is he who created us who knows how we should live. The one who created this microphone knows if I decide to open it out because uh, it is heavy. Let me reduce by taking away the cells. Will it work? I have subtracted. And as a result, it will not work. The manufacturer intended, as long as you have the cells in well charged, it will work. So similarly, that's what God is calling us. That we will take his word as it is. Not out of our convenience that God has. That one, that section, no, 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 no. That command, no, no, no. God, I think let's do it this way. You know God, eh? This era, 21st, 21st century, God, you, you, you understand the things are slightly different. So let's edit a bit. No! It should be as it is. And so when you read, you see that there was a testimony of how God had destroyed those who turned away. Verse 3. Those that had turned away to worship Baal. God had destroyed, God had dealt with them, but he had preserved the obedient. When you read down to verse 6 and verse 8, you see that their obedience would give them wisdom and understanding, as well as answers to their prayers. But this would not end in them, it would draw nations to God. So God calls us to the same, that as we obey him, as we live by his word, we'll get wisdom, we'll get understanding. God's presence will be revealed in us and many will be drawn as they're seeking out answers, as they're asking, as they're troubled and they see, even amid this trouble, you are not troubled, yet you should be troubled. So as they ask which Korotia, they stream to, to God. So God gives them his word that it will not end with them. That it will be a testimony to other nations. Because they will say, which God is this? Which God is this? Let me read, read, read the, the rewards as they are. Uh, verse 7. What other nation is so great as to have their gods near them? The way the Lord our God is near us whenever we pray to him. And what other nation is so great as to have such righteous decrees and laws as this board of laws I'm setting before you? So the nations would come. And as I said, in addition to their obedience, they were to pass on the faith to their children and grandchildren. And this was serious business, friends, because God had spoken to them audibly. So God expected them to pass on the same. So why did God choose to speak to them this way? One, that they would learn to revere him. 
as long as they live. And friends, God has given us his word, which is power. Jeremiah says, you know, it's like a fire within my, even when I don't want to speak it, you know, I find it's burning within my, my bones. And Ezekiel says, you know, I have eaten it, it's, it the scroll is sweet, sweeter than honey. So the more you commit to his word, the more you commit, the more you revere him. So he tells them, you must choose this path. Pass on the word to the next generation that they will revere me. But also he spoke to them in fire that this would be memorable that they would pass it on to the next generation. And friends, when we commit to God's word, God still speaks to us in fire. It's a fire. He says, is it my word like a fire? And like a hammer that breaks rocks into pieces. That the more we commit to God's word, the more the fire burns within us. When these men are walking on the road to Emmaus, Jesus has resurrected. They are very, they have lost hope. Cleopas and the friend. And Jesus asks them, where are you going? What are the things you're talking about? Towards the end of Luke. And they say, you man, are you the only visitor in Jerusalem? You don't know the things that have just happened a few weeks back. Then they begin to say, we had hopes in this man. We thought he would redeem Israel. But you know, those authorities, they what? They, you know, they crucified him. And Luke records, he says, Jesus began explaining to them from Moses through the prophets. And when darkness was coming, he told them, I'm leaving. And they insisted, stay with us, Lord. And then he disappeared. And they make a comment. They say, wasn't there fire burning within us as he explained the scriptures to us? There is a fire. We are growing cold in faith because we've neglected God's word. So what is going to resurrect us is the, the fire of God in his word. When Ezekiel is taken to the valley of dry bones, God tells him, this is how hopeless the children of Israel are. And he tells him, prophesy to these dry bones. That word prophesy was speak forth my word. And as Ezekiel spoke forth God's word, that the valley of dry, the dry bones became, it became an army. They, 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 they got life. So friends, the call is this. That we are consumed by God's word. That we concentrate on God's word. That as we concentrate on God's word, a fire is going to be lit in our hearts. As a fire is lit in our hearts, the fire to move out will be. When you read church history, Ugandan church history, you will realize when the scriptures were translated the first translation was into Uganda. It gave birth to a fire. Men began to move. Local missionaries, they had little education, but just by reading the scriptures in their language, they began to move to Toro, up to Bogazaire. Some went to Ankole. Some went to, you know, there was a fire as they, as they were committing to the scriptures. 
And as more scriptures were translated in other languages, other men also began to move. Debanyoro began to move to the north. So you see, that, that we cannot neglect such a treasure, friends. So God calls us as a church that there is a fire he wants to light. But that fire comes from a place where we are taking his word serious. Where we are taking him serious. Because at the bottom line, he tells them, do not serve other gods. So God calls us to commit to his word. That his word, which is a fire, will prepare us. So the, the, the few points I'll make and then I'll shut up. One, God wants the whole of us. And I repeat, God wants the whole of me. God wants the whole of you. That you will revere him, that I will revere him, that I will not give to idolatry. And how is this possible too? It is possible if we keep in his word. It is possible if we walk in obedience to his word. Three, as God grips me with his word, as God grips us with his word, that we are passing on this faith. So God does not expect the faith to end with me. It must be passed on to the children. It must be passed on to the grandchildren. God's word should be passed on. You may not have children. You may not be in the setting of a family. But wherever God has called you, it could be society as a leader. You may be having people who are subordinate to you. It could be in a workplace. God expects that as you are getting his word, you're passing it on. And then it becomes a fire. It's a fire that fights immorality. It's a fire that draws men away from idolatry. It is a fire that actually grips men to bow the knee to God. There's no shortcut. It is God's word. Friends, we are created for God's mission. And so we must commit to God's word, which is real wisdom, which is real, real understanding. We are going to pray. We are going to pray as I conclude. Just ask the Lord to give you a serious commitment to his word. A renewed commitment, okay. If you've been lazy, that the Lord will give you this commitment to his word. That as you read, his spirit will illuminate your understanding. That you'll be able to glean and pick the best from his word. We are going to just take two minutes and then we will be closing. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. You spoke to the children of Israel by fire, yet you preserved them. Lord, by your grace, you've given us your word, which is living, which is active, which is sharper than a two-edged sword, which penetrates to dividing bone and marrow, which judges the intents and desires of our hearts. Yet even as you've given it to us, by your grace, you've preserved us. Lord, many times we've trampled on it underfoot. Many times we've peddled on it like something which is useless. Let's Lord, in your mercy, you've preserved us. You've not consumed us. So you have preserved us, I pray this afternoon, that you give us a renewed commitment to your word. The Lord will take your word seriously. The Lord will not waver between two opinions, but will be committed to this word, which is life. So ignite a fire within our hearts. 
a fire for your word a hunger for your word I pray for my sisters and brothers gathered here and those that are online Lord give us a commitment to your word those of us that are parents that Lord will be intentional on passing on sharing your word with these children teaching these children your word those of us that even have grandchildren that Lord will be intentional on teaching them your word because we've seen they're the children of Israel so we've seen how this word has transformed us we've seen how this word turned wretched sinners like me to you Lord keep us away from whatever is popular yet not in your word and Lord, give us a commitment to the pure word. You say in your word that desire the pure spiritual milk. And by this you will grow up. Lord, help us to desire that. So create a fresh hunger within our hearts. A hunger for your word like never before. The Lord, like Ezekiel, we will see, we will taste the sweetness in your scriptures. Lord, for some of us, you've called us in workplaces. I pray that we will pass on this word. As husbands, we will pass on this word. This word. As wives, we will pass on this word. As mothers, fathers, we will pass on this word. As aunties and uncles, we will pass on this word to those nephews and nieces. As grandparents, we will pass on this word to those grandchildren. Lord, as men and women in the different communities who will pass on this word to children around, to our peers, Lord, to those that we hang out with, the Lord, at the end of the day, will not be given to idolatry. So continue to speak to us clearly and continue to challenge us in Jesus' mighty name. I want to thank you so much for coming. I'm going to pray blessing over you so that the, the last song does two things. It is the offertory song and at the same time you feel free to, to live. Lord, we thank you so much for these people that have come into your presence, even those that are online. Thank you, King of Kings, for the fellowship that we are sharing. May we continue in this fellowship. And Lord, you're God of peace. You say in your word that my peace I live with you, not as the world gives. Lord, I ask that you grant peace to each and every one of us. Peace in our hearts. Peace in our inmost being. Lord, calm down every storm. And Lord, we thank you because you've blessed us with material blessings. So even as we give back in form of offertory, Lord, bless this. Let it be used for your glory. And even as we give, Lord, I ask that you remember each and every one of us at our point of need. And Lord, come to our rescue because you are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. And our friends, God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in Christ Jesus. 
So it's that same blessing that I pronounce over you. May that blessing continue to be our portion. May that blessing continue to strengthen us in our walk. In the name of God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.